The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. BC Premier John Horgan's gamble to call a snap election during the pandemic. Well, it paid off in a huge way this weekend as voters returned his new Democratic Party to office with a large majority. The BC NDP increased its 41-seat minority into a 55-seat majority. That's according to the preliminary results from Saturday night. They did not include include more than 500,000 mail-in ballots. It is the largest NDP victory in BC history. And the Liberal Party there took a smacking. What does it all mean and what impact will this mean? What could it have on the relationship with Alberta? Alex Schiff is senior consultant with Navigator Limited, Canada's leading high-stakes public strategy and communications firm. Hey, Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on. It was interesting. You wrote an article uh, at, at the beginning. It was an opinion piece at the beginning of, uh, I think, just after the uh, the election was called. And, and you had suggested that calling uh, this election in the middle of a pandemic was maybe not the right mo- uh, move. You said we need a government that is spending all of its energy managing the crisis, not one that is in caretaker mode. Five weeks later, what do you think? Absolutely. I think the the focus of that piece was really that an election I didn't feel was appropriate from a public health standpoint, Mm. really from a policy standpoint. Uh, There certainly were uh, reasons for an election from a political perspective. Premier Horgan and the NDP were polling very high, and ultimately that's why they decided to trigger an early election and, and why they were successful. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and a big success for the Horgan government. So what does that mean? When you look at what's going to happen here in, uh, in BC, how does this uh, shake down when you look at how the Liberals there were pretty much, well, you know, as I decimated, I would say, what does it say about the Liberal Party in BC? And then I kind of look across Western Canada at the Liberal Party itself. So the BC Liberal Party in British Columbia is really a unique party because it's a coalition of federal liberals and federal conservatives. Mm. It doesn't really align with the federal Liberal Party, uh, but certainly they're in a really tough spot and uh, they're going to be doing a full review of what went wrong and why they struggled so much to connect with voters in this election. So what would your, when you're from, from your standpoint, what was it that went wrong for them? So ultimately, this election really was a referendum on the government's handling of the pandemic. Mm. That's what's on everyone's mind. And ultimately, all the policy promises that were in the various platforms didn't really connect with the public from any party, ultimately. And British Columbians uh, have a favorable view so far of how John Horgan and his government has handled the pandemic. And ultimately, that's what led them to uh, their historic majority. What about the Green Party now in, in BC and where it sits? The Green Party is in a really interesting place. Uh, they lost the power that they had mm-hmm. previously where they held the balance of power, but they were able to hold on to three seats in the legislature. Uh, they now have two on Vancouver Island, and they have a new beachhead. Uh, it looks like in the lower mainland, if uh, if all the votes hold up uh, after all the mail-in ballots are ultimately uh, counted. So there will be three parties in the legislature, and it'll be really interesting to see what the Green Party is able to do going forward if they're able to win over more of those uh, progressive 
left-leaning voters that the NDP traditionally has been able to count on. You know, Alex, it's been interesting to see over the past uh, four years, three years, certainly with uh, Keystone XL and uh, with uh, the reg- with the approval of, of that pipeline, the regulatory, um, everything that has been put in place on that front, and, and how things got really heated between BC and Alberta there um, not, too, not too long ago. What do you think, if anything, um, the John Horgan majority government um what does it change the relationship with alberta in any way it'll be really interesting to see what that relationship looks like going forward uh, premier horgan and premier kenny actually surprisingly have a, a pretty strong personal relationship uh both of them have uh, worked in politics for a long time and they know that it's important to focus on issues that ultimately they can agree on. There certainly was a lot of tension around uh, the Kinder Morgan uh, pipeline expansion project, mm-hmm. uh, but Premier Horgan has, has essentially conceded that his opposition to that project is finished and it will go forward. Uh, Premier Kenny and Premier Horgan are able to agree on other natural resource issues, particularly when it comes to LNG and natural gas. Uh, Premier Horgan has, uh, perhaps surprisingly to some in Alberta, has championed uh, LNG production yeah. in British Columbia. And I think that's really a place that both premiers are able to come together and focus on uh, what's best for their respective provinces. And with the and with Premier Horgan not having to, you know, find that fine line with the Greens, that could make things maybe a little bit easier moving forward, even more so. Absolutely. I think ultimately a majority government in British Columbia, even an NDP majority, is likely better for Alberta than the previous minority. Now, when Premier Horgan uh, commits to doing something uh, to Premier Kenny, uh, he knows he has the votes in the legislature to ultimately do what he wants to do. He doesn't have to go and go back to the table and bargain with the Greens on each piece of legislation. So uh, hopefully this will be helpful to Alberta going forward. Yeah, you and I both know minority governments can be fascinating to watch. You just never know what is going to happen. And and, and to see the relationships and the deals that are struck, doesn't matter if it's at a provincial level or at a federal level, it is always, you're just sitting and waiting to see what is going to happen next. It's, It's fascinating stuff. Absolutely. And and ultimately, that was one of the cases that Premier Horgan made, that given the historic number of crises that uh, BC is facing uh, on the public health front, uh, economically, that he needed a majority to get done the things that he felt needed to be done. And uh, it looks like the BC voters agreed. Alex, uh, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks so much for having me. You betcha. Alex Schiff joining us this afternoon, senior consultant with Navigator Limited, which is uh, one of Canada's uh, high-stakes public strategy and communications firms. So, yeah, interesting stuff. He uh, he gambled. He took a – he rolled the dice, and he and he won, um, getting that you know, from a 41-seat minority to a 55-seat majority. Anyway, uh, as we know, other provincial elections uh, being held uh, as well. We'll see what happens there. And uh, we know that the the federal minority government as well, uh, we just keep watching that. We saw the, the prime minister last go around saying I wasn't going to make any deals with uh, with Jagmeet Singh and the NDP, but then turning around and getting the votes anyway uh, for that confidence vote.